0: Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a Paradox.
1: Guys, welcome to the show. This is Paradox and I am Josh. I'm Jimmy. And we are excited. We've actually tried now for two years to get our today's guest yes,
2: on the podcast. She's playing hard to get. She's and... Is
1: that true? <laughs> And we finally nailed her down. We couldn't be more excited to have Annie Downs on the show. Annie, thank you for joining us. You guys, this is the first time I've
3: ever played hard to get in my life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Annie is an author. She's a speaker, and she also has her podcast that so many individuals listen to. It's entitled That Sounds Fun Podcast. We are here to talk about her latest book entitled Remember God. Annie, tell us about Remember God.
3: Yeah, you know the thing um, about this book. Which, for starters, thank you guys so much for having me on the show. I'm sorry that it's like it a few years. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but remember, God is is the book that I kind of never wanted to write, but but I guess I knew I was going to at some point because it is mm-hmm. the book where it's my seventh book, and I've written before about all the good things God has done in my life and and the way that He has shown up for me and and this is the book where I had to write, well, what happens when he doesn't do what you think he's going to do, mm-hmm. right? And what happens when God doesn't uh, show up like you think he's going to show up? I said to someone yesterday, it's like that moment in a relationship that is so raw where the two people in the couple are, are either fighting or disagreeing. And it's like, we will either survive this and be closer than we've ever been or someone's going to walk away. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and we got there. God and I, <laughs> he, mm-hmm. no, he was never going to walk away. I, I was, I was considering it. And, and this is that book of what happens when you get that to that place with God, where it is, where he is not doing what you think he's going to do. And what do we do in response to that?
2: Yeah. It's your book is, is, is absolutely hitting a raw nerve with, with so many believers because we're taught from the cradle that God is good, and he's good all the time, and and yet then we go live our lives, and we're taught the sovereignty of God, and that God is in control. There's songs about it, and yet, okay, well, if he's in control then, then why did he choose to allow... This horrible thing to happen to my child, to my parent. I think so many Christians hit this barrier where what they've been taught and apparently what they're seeing in their life are not jiving. Explain that moment for you and how you were able to come out the other side.
3: That's exactly it. I, I think you said that beautifully. And to be honest, I'm not sure I came out the other side. I certainly didn't come out the other side the way I went in. You know, yeah. I, I.
2: Very good
3: the um, comparison I use in the book is like Jacob where he wrestled with God for the blessing and he ended up with a limp. Mm -hmm. And, and Mm -hmm. I am still limping. I mean, I don't know that I will, I don't, I don't know that we're meant to recover from wrestling with God. Mm -hmm. I don't know that we're meant to be the same when we're done. And it doesn't just look like getting sweaty. It looks like getting injured. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was, I'm in my thirties and I'm single. And, and I was just really processing some of like, hey, I feel like God said these things to me and made some promises around my life and and that there were certain things that I thought would have happened by now and none of them have happened. And it wasn't just relationally, it was professionally and personally and and in my city. And I was going, wait, all these things that the Bible says you're gonna do, you're not doing them. And in fact, my life is getting worse. And And then I had to figure out like, Okay, is he actually—I mean, that's why the title is Remember God, is because the question is, can you actually remember who God is Mm -hmm. when your circumstances are telling you something totally different, and what Mm -hmm. do we believe?
1: It's not often I get to drop a a Tozer reference.
2: Oh, do it. So, Oh, drop it right in the middle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think I'm going to get this right, but the most important thing about us is what we think about God. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times, I know in my life personally, trying to reconcile God's kindness, you know, his goodness, and yet with all the evil and destruction in this world or hardships in my own life, you know, I I started to, and how I tried to reconcile that in my own head was I compared God to like this football coach that had my best interest in mind ultimately, but he was going to run me till I puked. He wasn't kind in his methodology, but the end game, his ultimate goal was goodness and kindness. So I think in trying to reconcile all this, we can we can pick up some dangerous thoughts about God, going back to Tozer. No,
3: that's been the most interesting thing talking to Christians who have read Remember God, is they all have started telling me their little sentences they've heard in their head about who he is. Because <laughs> I've never heard that that you said, you know, like that was never the sentence in my head. But I'm like, oh my gosh, of course you got there. But mm-hmm. that's not who he is, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. so it's just giving us this opportunity. These conversations are giving us these opportunities to go, whoa, 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 whoa. Who, do, who does he say he is? Because that's what yeah. we need to run to, versus what our childhood told us or what yeah. our circumstances are
1: telling us.
2: Let me interject real quick, Josh. If you would have run till you puked enough, you wouldn't have been a lineman. So let well, me just a, let me just start there. It
1: was only about five yards. Okay,
2: <laughs> until you yeah. puked. In so the, it wasn't really yeah. okay. But back in the day, Dobson wrote the book When God Doesn't Make Sense, and he talked about the betrayal barrier of, you know, hey, God, I've held up my end of the bargain. I've I've gone to church. I've taken my kids to church. I've, I've tithed occasionally. So I've done my bit, and yet you still allow my child to be in an auto accident. It's this, I feel betrayed by God that I sort of held up my end and he didn't hold up his, you know, in some way it's his very sovereignty that's at stake in this question. Right.
3: Yeah. That's, I mean, honestly, one of the things I say in the book is that these are the situations where God has a PR problem,
0: yeah. right? Because
3: yeah. because he, he is being represented and, and, and he's not doing what we thought he was going to do. And everybody knows, right? So, yeah, I mean, it is just such a deep, um, it is such a deep question that we uh that believers need to answer for themselves because the only way we're going to see our friends come to know the real God is if we are telling them about the real God.
1: So it's often hard for us Christians to accept that the story that God is telling is is a good one. How have you personally seen this in your own life over the past few years?
3: I mean, can I still say is he question mark, right? Like mm-hmm. I know sure. he is. I know he is, but but in, in my life, I'll tell you all a story. I, um, I just moved into a new house, and I was, on, I was traveling this week, and I was on the road, and I came home, and the guest bathroom sink was overflowing. And Out. I just stood over it, and no one was here, so not, it, nothing happened. It just
2: So if you cuss and there's no one there, do you really say a cuss word?
3: I just stood over the sink, and I cried. <laughs> and, I, and what I had to keep saying is, here's what's really good in my life. I have another okay. sink. You know, like I almost had to like go into sure. making a list of yeah. all the things that got that was actually true. What's the actual joy here? And and that's that's how I've changed because of this book is I've mm-hmm. changed from going, Come on, God, where are you? Why would you let this think now a clog sink is nothing compared to losing mm-hmm. someone you love or a relationship sure. falling mm-hmm. apart or your finances being in a bad spot? But, but it was, and it wasn't the sink that made me cry, right? It wasn't the sink that made me cry. It was what it represented across the board of, of part of my story. But what I see a difference in my relationship with God is that I see that in those moments, I, instead of reminding him how he hasn't done what I've asked, I've started reminding myself how he has.
1: Yeah. And even just the person of Jesus, and God that is ever not changing. Uh, When my wife and I were first starting out dating and being engaged and getting married, I told her that for Father's Day, I would always tell her that all I want is the love of my family, no gifts at all. But that meant I wanted a ton of gifts because I'm a gifts guy, right? Like I just want presents. But I hit 35 I hit thirty five this past year, and for the very first time, one, I couldn't think of a present that I wanted, but two, it finally became true for me. All I wanted was my family around me. It, it, it became about the relationship. I think so many of us are disappointed because we're kind of keeping score with, gen, you know, God that is our genie that we pray for and ask for, and the things that we're getting or not getting or whatever. When ultimately, our prize should be Him Himself.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and that—I mean—that is what Scripture says, right? Is that He's a very great reward. But I also think I don't know any of my friends that would say, "Yeah, I thought God was a genie," right? Like that—I <laughs> I don't sure. think anybody really was. Like I—I I, I haven't had a friend that that would talk about God like that. But what I do hear my friends say is, "I thought He answered when I prayed," Sure. and man. I thought that He heard me, and I thought that when I was asking for something from God that was in what I thought His will was he would do it mm-hmm. right it's never been like i mean people use that analogy the genie analogy and the like coke machine analogy like if you put in your quarters you get out what you want sure. and name and claim it and i think right right um but i just haven't had friends that have felt that i've had friends that have and myself i never thought he was a genie but i sure thought he answered when i prayed mm, Sure. and then mm-hmm. i wasn't getting what i was praying for it wasn't that i was just rubbing a bottle i just he just wasn't doing what I, what me and my friends were praying he would do, and and that's a that's a harder spot to me. Um, but it's but what is true. My friend Jonathan said this to me last week, and I cannot forget it. He said, um, "God, oh sorry." He said, "God is more, God is closer to me in my disappointments than in the breakthroughs."
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And I was like, "Man, that that's the gospel." is that oh, yeah. we are on a planet where we will be disappointed and he will draw closer in the disappointment often than in the breakthroughs.
2: What people love about you is your, your rawness, your authenticity. And what's cool about this book is instead of sort of the, the bumper stickers that we get or we got back in the day in Sunday school, uh, this caricature of God, you, you get very real and you tell your story and cuz people like you are not supposed to grapple with this you tell other people how to grapple with this you don't grapple with this and for you to come out and just say no 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 here's my story and here's when i hit the wall i think that's very powerful how was there any trepidation on your part of of getting that real
3: Oh, listen, you cannot imagine. You can't imagine? I mean, maybe you can. This last year, since I started writing this book and finished writing it and went through the whole process, has been uh, some of the one of the rawest years of my life. And in fact, the month before this book released, I it was one of the hardest months of my life because I knew, here it comes. Here it comes. Everybody's going to get this. All these people who don't know, all they know is, Instagram funny Annie and some serious stuff, because I do some preaching on Sundays and I teach at churches and I've written some other serious things, but nobody knows this. Mm -hmm. And because of the Internet, uh, all of our friends who follow me on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, they see me every day and they see me having a great time and they didn't know this was happening in the background.
0: Mm.
3: And so it was it's been really hard, but. But what I, um, and it, you know, it's hard for the people that are closest to me to hear some of this as well, that they didn't live right up close, you know, like mm, sure. my parents listened to the audiobook and I was literally just on the phone with my dad and they had just finished it. And he said, it's beautiful. It just makes me sad when you're sad. And uh, I hate that. Right. Like, I don't want to do that to people. And, but the truth is what God has asked me to do with my life with wisdom is share the stories that I'm living. Um, and so that's why I have a counselor, and that's why I have editors, and that's why I have an agent and all these people who look at the work before it comes out to make sure mm-hmm. it's a, an appropriate level of vulnerable, but a high level for me. And and everybody's story isn't going to read like mine, but we all have things that we've asked God for that He has not done. I don't know anybody that sure, doesn't yeah, have exactly. prayers that seem unanswered. And so that's been—this um, this process has been hard, but— Tell me a good thing that yeah. that God does that doesn't cost us a little something, right? And well, and everything we do is a response to the gospel anyway. Sure. So I all I'm doing is saying thank you to Jesus for what he did for me.
2: Well, during these uh you know times like you describe in the book, when people would come up to you and say, God causes all things to work together for good. Did you just want to slap them?
3: I hate it. I hate it so much.
2: And it's not like it's not true. You just still want to slap them.
3: Right. And when people say God won't give you more than you,
2: you can handle.
3: handle, I'm like, where is that in the Bible? You, Someone made that up. That is not true. <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think what we say to each other in our pain and in our waiting and in our hurting is a really important thing we should um, handle with care and with wisdom. Because if we're just saying a short little sentence, so that the tension is relieved, we are causing more damage than good.
1: So, whether one of our audience members is struggling with this question of God's kindness, or they have a friend that is, do you have any encouragement for them? <laughs>
3: yeah, I, you know, I would say um, wrestle, wrestle until you get the blessing. Hold on to God, and if you if you can only hold on one more day, hold on one more day, and then hold on one more day again, but just mm-hmm. don't don't let go. Don't let go of him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hang on. You may end up limping, but you will also end up blessed. Mm. Because that's how I feel, y'all. I mean, we're on the other side of this, and I still don't have everything that I want. But I, I know God in a way I would not know him if I wouldn't have wrestled with him.
1: Guys, you can find more information about Remember God as well as Annie at her website, AnnieFDowns.com. You can also find her on most major social networks. It's the same, Annie F. Downs. Annie, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you so much.
3: Oh, I'm so grateful for what y'all do. Thanks for having me on. I promise it won't take me two years next time. All
1: right. It's a deal.
2: Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Okay, I didn't have my phone.
1: Oh, you didn't have your phone. If
2: I would have had my phone, then I could have played the mariachi song and told her that she had an all-expense-paid trip to Enchiladas. You know, she
1: loved us. She did.
2: Well, me in particular.
1: Uh, She had recently had Sam, you know, our bestie, BFF. Yes. BFF for F. The Ponder. L. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Sam told her about us. Yes. You know, Annie, you're doing paradise During the breaks
2: and stuff, they talk yep. about us. Yep. Yeah. Um,
1: so. Yeah. So it's understandable to have groupies like that. Yeah.
2: But it gets embarrassing sometimes.
1: Eh, not really.
2: She is unbelievable.
1: Totally.
2: When I said, you know, that you've gone through this and you've come out the other side, and she responds with, I'm not sure I did come out the other side.
1: Yeah, that's good.
2: That is just so Dead on, and something that we don't visit about, we don't really discuss, there's not a lot of sermons about it, but when you wrestle with God, and when you, and by the way, I did say wrestle, because I'm thinking more the Hulk Hogan type of wrestling than collegiate wrestling, but when you do, and when you grapple with something like the sovereignty of God and and goodness in the midst of pain and, and all of the purpose involved in all that, when you come out the other side of that struggle, there may be a limp. You may not be the same as yeah. when you
1: were in. And I think the largest part of our struggle isn't necessarily not getting what we prayed for or wanted, but it's this incorrect belief about God prior to the struggle. Mm-hmm. We might say we believe what's actually true about God, but when it comes down to actually a heart belief... I think we struggle in actually knowing and understanding God for who he is. Because belief is
2: something you do. It's not something you say or think.
1: Yes, but as part of this struggle, I think the biggest thing that comes from it is a proper belief about God. Mm -hmm. You have more clarity about his goodness and his kindness and those Mm -hmm. types of things. Really good. So definitely check out Annie. It's AnnieFDowns.com. You can follow her on our socials as well. If you want more information about this particular episode, you can go to ParadoxPodcast.com. You can also check out all of our previous episodes as well. You can find our socials there as well. You can
2: listen to Sam Ponder and and understand why she loves us so much.
1: Sam or Annie, or both, really? Both,
2: both. Samann. That's what we. Mm.
1: This, it's, time to, it's time to go. Yeah. You want to mention any other random songs that Billy can put under our. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of that. so You fill up my senses, any song. You fill up my senses. senses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the word you mentioned weeks a few weeks back? What? Kerfluffle. Remember the song that Billy did a few weeks back that he. Oh. The clams. The clams.
2: Cockles. cockles. It warmed the cockles of my heart. Yes.
1: You got anything else for? No. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I laughed. And Billy, I could picture Billy just sitting there just giggling to himself while he was putting that under our voice. It it wasn't that he found the song
2: Cockles and Muscles. The particular rendition (laughs) was
1: perfect. Oh, Lord. We appreciate you guys for listening. See ya. You fill up my senses. Come fill me.
0: Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. For more about Billy, go to therapywithbilly.com. For more information about our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julielylylscarr.com. And if you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com. Next time on Paradox. I know our culture
1: and movies suggest that there's some magical match made in heaven that's perfect compatibility. But compatibility in so many ways, and I know it's not this black and white, but in so many ways, you kind of make compatibility. So first thing I do is just slap those two people mm-hmm. and I say, wake up because you're idiots.